This episode is brought to you by the Form and Function Movement Lab. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you'll know Dr. Eric Nobby has totally transformed how I look at movement and injuries. He may honestly be a wizard. The Form and Function Movement Lab is movement therapy and education designed specifically for you. The team incorporates chiropractic, physical therapy, and strength training principles to quickly help you overcome painful issues and, better yet, teach you how to manage these issues on your own at home. They will work with you one-on-one to identify your big wins, perform joint manipulation and myofascial release for immediate relief, you know how good that feels, and provide online programming for you to move and strengthen your way out of pain between sessions. They even have a recovery studio called the Recovery Lab, where you can utilize red light therapy, compression therapy, and learn to use self-care tools to relieve daily stress from life in workouts. So amazing, all those toys. If you think this sounds like something you need, which I'm telling you it is, visit ffmovementlab.com and book your session now. Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy Grody, here for a solo snippet on a Wednesday. Or maybe it's a Thursday or a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday when you're listening. It doesn't matter. I'm here for you. I have a lot to talk about. So I think we need to just jump right in. I have lately... When I do solo episodes, I am obviously thinking about, you know, what I want to talk about and just kind of like mentally preparing all week and going over and and taking a little note here and there so I don't forget. And then it comes to the time to record, like leading up to it, days or whatever, or that day. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I just like don't, I don't want to do it, but it's one of those things that I know now from experience, as soon as I'm done doing it, and while I'm doing it, I love it, and it's so much fun, and I love listening back, and I think the solo snippets are some of my favorite episodes, but it's like, you know, you've got the thing on your to-do list that's just like looming, and you're like, why, why am I just not doing this, and I'm just creating more dread and anxiety around something that I like to do, and when I'm done, it feels good. It just doesn't make any sense to me but I had to get that off my chest I feel like you can relate I feel like listeners you you know exactly what I'm talking about you have that thing and that is what a solo snippet is for me and even now as I'm getting into it it's great I'm having a blast (laughs) I hope you guys are having a blast I've said absolutely nothing of substance yet all right favorite workout well this episode I really want to talk about my Sedona trip which will include my favorite episode I've got some voicemails too so we're gonna kind of toggle back and forth um so favorite workout is really hard for me to choose obviously I can get into like all the hikes I did and the yoga and then I just had a workout today with Johnny that I loved because we're on this new program right and we are now for the next month Every time I trip, we're still on the road to 300. That is there. It's coming. Maybe. Someday. Not maybe. For sure. But it's just taking a while. It feels good to like have the pressure off my back of that. I think I've, I think I've talked about that before. But every day for the next 30 days, we are squatting, 
some kind of squat in the workout. And then every day we end with 50 kettlebell swings. Started at 25 pounds for the kettlebell swings. That was really easy. I think we could have even started heavier, but I just listened to Johnny. He knows best. And so then we've worked our way up. I'm at 35. 35 is still honestly pretty easy. We're going to get to 45. Johnny's like, 45 is a different ball game. And I, in my head, I'm like, bitch, I think I can do it. It's not going to be that hard. Johnny, if you're listening, I'm telling you right now, I think we can just go to 45, go to 45 today. I'm really fucking strong. I don't know if you know. He knows. So I'm really excited about this, this new, you know, this new little program I'm on because I am really learning to love squatting and I've had, and I've just gotten so much better and it's like such like a quick progression that I can see. So it's been really fun to do that. And obviously my ass is going to be popping. I'm going to Miami, Florida in exactly one month. And I've talked about this on a past episode, uh, not really on a snippet yet, so I haven't gotten into it, but it's basically the reason why I'm living and breathing these days is this Miami trip, like looking forward and it's, it's a girly's trip. We're going to all my favorite places. I've talked about my love for Miami before. So you, if you are unaware, it is where my cells in my body come alive when I land on Miami soil. Like I feel the most like myself in the best optimal way when I'm in Miami. So I cannot wait to go. I'm just, it's like my all consuming thoughts, the music I listen to, I picture I'm on a boat dancing in Miami. I just can't wait. So obviously we're really focusing on the ass for Miami. I don't actually think that's why he's doing this at all. I'm sure this is not top of mind for Johnny when he's programming my strength training is that my ass needs to look good in Miami, but it's my top of mind. So that's where we're going. So it was a really good workout today. And today we ended with a jump rope workout. Now, longtime listeners of What The Fit, you know my true and love for jump rope and how deeply it runs. For two years in a row, in the years of 2018 and 2019, I believe, or maybe it was 2017 and 2018, I don't know. One of the years. I did it for two years in a row. For the month of June, we had the June Jump Rope Challenge. Every day in June, I jumped rope for 10 minutes straight. I updated everyone on the podcast. It was a really fun challenge, especially the first year because my first year doing it. Second year I did it, um, the muscle memory was insane and I, I just blew through it and it wasn't difficult at all, really. I mean, it is difficult to do something every day for 30 days and, and something like that, like a cardio, but it didn't hold the same challenge. So then I was just kind of off of it and I haven't really focused on jump roping at all, you know, here and there, some workouts. The reason why I stopped too, not just the lack of challenge, but my mobility was fucking shot after that. I talked to Eric Nobby about it and he's like, well, think about it. You are locking in your ankles, locking your hips, jumping rope for 10 minutes straight every day, like it's not opening you at all. So I remember like the first yoga class I did after I was done with the June jump rope challenge, the last year I did it, it was agony. It was complete agony. So then after that, I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Not 10 minutes every day. But we ended today with 20 minutes. No, 
not 20 minutes, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. And it was really good to get back into it. You know, it just it's like riding a bike. You just get back in the groove. You're jumping. For me, I got to focus on one single focal point. There's like dots in the floor, you know, like a spattering speckle pattern on the floor. I just choose one little fucking dot and I don't look away for it for the entire time I'm jumping. It's great because it's a hard cardio workout, you know, but I'm not thinking about the cardio or breathing heavy or exerting energy. I'm just so focused, laser focused on the jump rope. That's why I love it. So I hope we, I hope we incorporate more of those too, Johnny, if you're listening. Um, so, so this is the, so this is going to happen a lot this episode. We're going to go, we're going to go on a bunch of rabbit holes, bunch of, uh, sidebar conversations, bunch of tangents. We're just, it's going to be a whole tangent of an episode. So it was hard for me to choose my favorite workout between that one and the yoga that we did in Arizona. So on, on one day of my Arizona trip, I was recently in Sedona. If you are not following me on Instagram, I just, I don't even, there you should, there's not even a reason to listen to this podcast, honestly. You, you just need to follow me on Instagram. And I was talking to Ryan about, you know, sometimes, not all the time, not every single one of our conversations <laughs> revolves around talking about the podcast, but a lot of the times it is, you know, how do we grow the podcast, strategy, business ideas, you know, he's a really great sounding board. He knows nothing about the craft and the art of podcasting, but um, he's a good sounding board. And in this particular moment, he gave me some really great advice. I was talking about growing Instagram following, of course, and just growing the following in general. And he looks at me very seriously. And he's like, Chrissy, unless you start taking off more of your clothes in your Instagram photos, you are not going to get any more followers. I was like, fuck, bitch, that was, that's the truth. That is the God's honest truth. So if you see me start posting, you know, some, some borderline only fan shots, it's because I'm trying to grow the podcast. Okay. So follow me on Instagram at Chrissy Grody at what the fit podcast posted lots of great, great Sedona content. Um, lots of people, hold on one second. Ryan, stop being so loud. Jeez. Um, I posted lots of great Arizona content. I had a lot of, a lot of girlies DM and say, oh, I'm playing a trip there or a bachelorette party or something like where should I go? And I was like, girly, I'm going to save everything to my highlights and I'll tag things and you just go there. That is your travel guide. If you're looking for any kind of travel guides in any of the cities that I've been to, just check out my Instagram highlights. I do all the work for you. And of course, if you have any questions, you can feel free to DM me. I love talking about travel things. And I get so many recommendations from other people too. Like I always put up from going somewhere where are the places to go. You know my vibe. You know what I like. I want luxury. I want bouginess. I want cuteness. Just tell me where to go. So, um, oh yeah, I was talking about yoga in Sedona. So we had a yoga guide and, um, almost like an energy healing guide. Take us on a hike. So we hiked out 
in Sedona. If anyone has been there, it was the Chapel of the Holy Cross. I think like a little horse trail like around that area. And we hiked out to this big flat area in the middle of the most amazing view. And she led us through a yoga session. And she, you know, there was some like three other people on the um, excursion or whatever with us. And so she was like, I'm just going to, you know, call out, uh, you know, I'll guide you through. You do whatever you want. You know, I don't know people's yoga practices. Ryan and I are like, oh, we're, you know, we're pretty regular yoga practitioners. Like, we, you don't mean to brag, but, you know, we know how to do yoga. And it was amazing. It was so nice. The weather was incredible. It was like warm, but it's not too hot, you know, really dry desert heat. And we did probably like an hour of yoga, kind of like your your kind of standard vinyasa flow type of yoga. And then we did like 30 minutes of, I don't know what it was, like energy work, like qi gong. You, I don't, I don't know. But we basically had to like visualize that we were holding a ball of energy. We had to like move the ball of energy in our hands, make it bigger, make it smaller, take it away from our body, move it around and just kind of like envision that this ball is like a ball of love and gratitude. And then, you know, towards the end, we like brought it into our chest. It was a really great practice. I was very into it. We also had to um, do that same exercise and then like think about this ball of energy and we had to like dedicate it to one person and like really send them very positive, loving vibes wherever they are. So I picked my mom and I just concentrated really hard. It's just like any time that you're thinking about how much you love someone or sending someone else love, you can't help but also then like generate that love for yourself. It was it was really amazing. So that was such a good workout. And you know, it was a workout. We like were moving and grooving, holding poses. Like my arm, I am not in like the best yoga shape that I've ever been in before because it's hard to hold your arms up. Like out to a T in warrior two or even just up if you're in a lunge or warrior one. Like my shoulders will really start yapping at me pretty quick. And I know when I'm in good yoga shape, you know, I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge or I'm going a couple times a week, whatever it is, you can hold your arms above your head and it's fine. But now, I don't know, maybe Johnny, we got to do some shoulder work or something. It was, I was struggling to hold my arms above my head. And now that I'm thinking about it, whenever I do my hair in like a high tight bun, which I often do, it's hard. It is hard to God, keep your hold your arm up and brush at the same time and then sometimes I just have to put my head between my legs when I'm doing it just to give myself some relief it's a lot of work um so yeah that was great I particularly loved it though because before we started the yoga practice the guide very smart guide she is She's like, well, someone from the group, give me your phone because while you're practicing, I I will just snap pictures. And I was like, oh, fuck yes, girly, Will. That's fantastic. You know exactly what we want. I had mentioned before we went out to Sedona that, um, that, that it's an energy vortex, right? And I talked to Katie Dittman on the recovery episode just about what that meant and I had tried to do some research to understand more and there wasn't a lot of information 
Well, the guide gave us a lot more information about the energy vortex. And then having been in the energy vortex, I feel like I have a better understanding and can report back more accurately. So there's a couple different things at play. One of the things that's really interesting, and I'm going to butcher the hell out of it, is something about like the sun, the sun lines in the, um, I don't know, like, I don't think it's like a latitude longitude thing. It's some, it's got to be some astronomy thing. But anyway, the same sun lines that run through the earth in some way run through Sedona, but then also run through Stonehenge and the pyramids and Machu Picchu and like all of these really great, crazy, amazing, mystical, magical places. They all have this like common, I don't know, thing and something. So that, that was cool. That's okay. That's a physical item that we can point to for an energy vortex, right? But then what I really think it is, is that everywhere you look in Sedona is breathtakingly beautiful. And you hear people talk about this and you're like, yeah, the pictures are great. And then you get annoyed when someone's like, yeah, but you have to be there. But like truly you do have to be there because you're just like, we would look up in the car and just be like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Like you just can't help it. And I think that anytime you're in that state of wonder with nature, you cannot help but feel appreciative and happy and energized just because of these beautiful scenes all around you that no wonder people say that you're in a more enhanced state of healing. That makes perfect sense. We know that the mind-body connection is so strong, particularly for healing, that of course if you're in this beautiful place and you're thinking gratitude and happy and loving thoughts all the time, that you're going to heal faster. Like That makes total, complete, rational sense to me. So that's the kind of the deal with the energy vortexes. Are you working on your fitness? Are you working for that next level fitness? Prism is a new level of Pilates. People who go to Prism don't go to class to fuck around, period. They go for the slow, deep breath, killer Pilates workout. Reformer Pilates can seem intimidating. I hear you there. But Prism welcomes all new clients to come check out their studio, which is beautiful, by the way with a free intro to Reformer class every Saturday at 11 a.m. and offers a one-week unlimited for just $30 for new clients. PRISM's teachers, all of whom went through PRISM's teacher training, will leave you feeling empowered and inspired and most definitely shaking. Pilates is so much more than a system of movement. It's a methodology for cultivating self-confidence, poise and the power to claim the most out of life fuck yeah to all of that so go check out prism and oakley and book your class through the mind body app today just to like kind of touch a little bit more on what we did it was it was the best best domestic travel we've ever been and like talk about a privileged sentence right there but it was it was truly an amazing vacation if anyone is like thinking hey, want to get out and travel soon, I highly recommend Sedona. We flew into Phoenix, and Phoenix is about two hours from Sedona, so we rented a car. We have friends that live in Phoenix, so we stayed there Saturday night, got a hike in uh, Phoenix as soon as we got there. Oh, 
this. Arizona does not have a mask mandate. They had just lifted their mask mandate. And so Saturday night, we went out to dinner in Phoenix, and it was the first time I went to a restaurant and have eaten in a restaurant since March of 2020 without wearing a mask. And let me tell you, it was fantastic. Now, I understand why we have to wear masks. I totally get it. We have to prevent the spread of the disease and we do so by wearing a mask. I know that. It doesn't make me fucking like wearing a mask anymore. So the fact that I didn't have to wear one, and again, I'm vaccinated, well, 80% vaccinated, 60%, whatever the first fucking shot of vaccination is. And you guys all know by now, I just honestly am so fucking over it. Um, If you're not over it, I respect you and I understand, but I am just fucking over it. So that was an experience. You don't realize how annoying, maybe you do, maybe you do. How annoying it is to, to put it on, take it off, and like put it in your purse, make sure when you're standing up you have it on. Like there's just so much thought around it until you don't have to do it. You're like, oh God, oh God, that was such a relief. Like, yes, it's such a small thing, right? You're like, it's just a mask. Like it's not a big of a deal. We've been doing it for so long. We are conditioned to just do it now. But, but the absence of doing it, it felt really good. I would say, so, you know, without the mask mandate, any establishment that chooses to not require masks does not have to require masks. The big corporations like Starbucks, CVS, you know, those places, they still require a mask everywhere, I think as like a, a corporate policy. But most, all of the restaurants that we went to that are like locally owned and operated did not require masks. Some of them made their employees wear masks still, but some of them did not. Like some of them were employees did not have masks on. Some of them employees were not wearing shoes, but that is a different conversation about how Sedona is like the hippie capital of the world. Uh, So yeah, they're not wearing shoes or definitely not wearing masks. But, you know, of those establishments that didn't require a mask, uh, about 50% of people still chose to wear a mask and so then 50% did not. So it was like half and half of those people that that didn't or, or did. So I thought that was interesting. You know, and, and that's the thing is to, total, total respect. You continue, to, if you want to continue to wear a mask because that's how you feel safe and do, then you absolutely do that. No hate, no shade. I don't want to wear one anymore. So I don't want to have to do it. I'm going to get off the mask soapbox. I'm... I, we don't need to continue on. It's not about that. We don't have to get into it. It's about my amazing, wonderful trip to Sedona. So we leave Phoenix, drive the two hours in the morning, got up super early, and we rented uh, a, bug, a buggy, a buggy, <laughs> a buggy, like an ATV, like side by side. We had it for four hours. And so we just went out into the desert and like rocky trails. We went up to this fucking cool cave with like writings on the cave from cave time period who knows insane it was yeah great um the only problem the only downfall of that experience was you guys know my son plan I was very clear and articulate about how I plan to 
have my delicate baby winter skin re-enter the sun come spring and summer. And the plan includes, for the first time, full coating, toes to scalp, of sunscreen. Well, you know, when we started in the morning, it was a little chilly, so I had a sweater on and I had... I think I had long pants on too. But then as it got warmer, you know, I, I took off my my sweatshirt and my jacket or whatever. But we were, co- the buggies covered. There was one spot of my arm from about my mid forearm to my wrist that I didn't realize was exposed to the sun, you know, when I was sitting in the buggy. And it got burnt that one little spot because I did not put full sunscreen on my body because I didn't think I was going to be fully in the sun. So that's on me. That is a mistake and I will not make that mistake again. I laid out in the, in the Arizona sun with a UV index of 10 with full mineral sunscreen made for an infant, SPF 50, and I still got color. I have a tan line. So I just want to let everyone know out there who may be saying I prioritize being tan over my health, which I absolutely understand because being tan is life. You can still get tan with your sunscreen on. So wear your sunscreen. So that ATV little buggy tour, that was, that was great. Oh, hold on. I got tickled. Okay, that was wonderful. We drive to Sedona from the little buggy place, the little buggy tour. We did it about in a town like a little bit north of Savannah, Savannah, a little bit north of Sedona. And we got in Sunday afternoon. The drive into Sedona is just amazing. Let's count how many times I say amazing in this episode. If you someone counts and sends me the number, I'll give them a twenty dollar Lululemon gift card. Um. We get to our resort. We stayed at the Amara Resort and Spa. It is a great location, right? Unlike the main drag. I, in my mind, pictured Sedona not being that big of a city, but it is really big. And it is a, it's a tourist destination. I get our tour guide told us that, you know, they have millions of tourists come each year. And like the, the, the residents, of Sedona only number like 10,000 or something crazy. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of tourists. I just wasn't expecting to be that expansive. Cutest little Talaki Paki arts and craft center. Um, it's like old school. I don't know. It kind of has like a Mexican vibe to it. It's beautiful. And the, the flowers, the vegetation in Arizona, out of this world, the, cacti that you see kind of um like native to Arizona I'm just googling it right now they're called um the saguro cactus those motherfuckers are like trees they're huge they can grow up to like 40 50 60 feet tall so we see them often with arms coming out of them right they do not grow appendages until they have grown for 100 years and then they sprout arms. It's a federal, no, it's not a federal because that would be the whole country. 
okay, I guess it's a state law. You cannot chop them down. If you want to move them, you can uproot one, but then you have to replant it somewhere else. You cannot chop them down. On the drive to Sedona, there's like forests of them. They're huge. You're just never bored looking at. There's like always such lovely places to rest your eyes. So the resort was great. Had a really nice pool, view of the Red Rocks. Uh, We hiked a ton. One day we hiked two hikes in one day. We couldn't get enough. We did our favorite hike of all, well, okay, it was Ryan's favorite hike of all time. I don't know if it was my hike favorite hike of all time. It was, it's gotta be top three favorite hikes of all time I've done. Cathedral Rock. From the bottom to the top, it's 0.6 of a mile. It's straight up. Half of it, you're climbing. You are climbing up rock, bear crawling up the side of the rock. But you feel very safe because the consistency of the rock, it's almost like magnetized to your hands. Like it's so gritty and you have to wear hiking boots. Like you absolutely have to wear hiking boots. And it just, you just stick to the rock. So you feel totally safe. The climbing is so fun. Oh, it's just such a fun hike. It's just like a bunch of climbing. There were, we ran into quite a few people that could not make it up. Like they couldn't complete the hike up to the top because it was, it was too difficult for them to have a climb. But anyone listening to this podcast, I am fully confident you could do it. You just need the right shoes. You get to the top and there's just like these 360 degree views of beauty, majestic beauty. We did that hike at sunrise. So we started at 550 and we made it to the top before just as the sun was coming up. We were like chasing the sun to the top. It was pretty incredible. The great thing about traveling out there too is the time difference. So there are three hours behind us. So you are like up and Adam ready to go super early. And then you're in bed by 742 PM and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Had one of the best, top five best meals of my life, Mariposa, best scallops. I love a scallop. I love a scallop. Anytime I'm out to eat and there's scallops on the menu, you can pretty much guarantee I'm going to order a scallop dish. And these scallops were just perfectly browned, like so brown and crispy, but they had a little like Mexican Latin flair, which you don't often get with this, with the sea scallop. So I, yeah, it was still, it was great. Really, really good. I think that's pretty much all to talk about and for that trip. I can't wait to go back. We were waiting. We were waiting to leave on Wednesday morning to travel home. And we were just like, okay, so we're coming back in October or like when, when can we get a group of people out here? Like when can we get back here again? That's how good of a trip it was. It, and it really felt, especially with, you know, just being able to travel in general, but the no mask, I'm going to just quickly, quickly go back to a mask thing. And then I promise I will never speak of them again. I don't promise that. It really felt like, okay, we are moving in the right direction. I already feel that way because in my, you have to remember, we all are operating in our little bubbles of experience. And oftentimes we don't take into account what's happening in the rest of the world. And yes, That is a miss on my part. That's a weakness. I am aware there are COVID spikes happening in other states. I don't mean to be insensitive to that. I've just got to share with you what's going on in my little two-by-two bubble of, of the universe. And to me, it's like everyone's getting vaccinated. Everyone's ready to go, right? Like we're we're on the up and up. We're on the up and up. And that is truly how it felt with this trip. And it was just got me thinking about 
you know, how will I know that nature is fully healed, right? How will we know that the pandemic has passed? Like, what are the things that will tell you we're back? And for me, I've got two. And I would love to hear from you guys. Call in and tell me, how will you know we're back and nature's healed? For me, it's when I can bring my own bags to Kroger and they will bag the groceries for me. When I can do that activity, I'm like, we're fucking back. Also, when I can sit inside at Longfellow, that's how I know that we're back. So call and tell me, how will you know that you're back? What activities will you need to do? All right, who started working out at home during the pandemic and decided this may just be the permanent move for me? No commute times, no dealing with rush hour traffic at 5.30 p.m. to get to your 6 p.m. group fitness class and you're already sweating profusely before you even walk in the door because you're anxious about being late and someone being in your spot. (sighs) Getting flashbacks. No dealing with other gym goers not putting their weights back correctly or maybe like hogging the squat rack or something. Maybe you even have a little corner in your house or garage that you've turned into the perfect cardio strength oasis. At any rate, if you're loving working out from home, I've got a special treat for you. Past guest Casey Hilmer of Power Ride, you remember her. She survived a near deadly stabbing attack while she was out on a run. Very strong girly all around. She has an on-demand library full of classes to keep you moving at home. For $19.99 a month, you'll get access to over 100 workout videos, plus five new classes are added each week. You can pick from cardio classes, treadmill classes, and strength classes, ranging from 10 to 60 minutes. So truly, whatever, whenever you can get it in, there's something for you. Casey is so energetic and full of life. Her classes will absolutely have you sweating, building, and burning. Click the link in the show notes or What The Fit Podcast Instagram bio and sign up today. This is big self-care. Giving yourself the gift of a workout programmed for you to do anywhere. Come on. Speaking of calling in, let's get to our voicemails. Hi, Chrissy. This is Yolanda. I wanted to call and wish... Kayla, Cincy Fit Foodie, a happy birthday today, Saturday. I know her birthday will have passed by the time this podcast comes out, but I just wanted to let her know that I appreciate everything she's done. She's been out to my house to counsel my husband and I on dietary issues, and I've worked out with her for probably four years, maybe five. So I truly appreciate you. Um, and I hope you have a happy birthday. And I loved um, Katie's recovery snippet. I'm going to take some of that up, um, some of her suggestions up. And what I am delighting in is continuing my What the Fit walks. And I am so delighted that Robin Cohen is back from spring training, and she's able to, um, again, give me Thai yoga massages. I so appreciate the work that she does on my body, and I'm glad that she's back, so I'm delighted on that, delighted on that, and I am very delighted that 
Ellen, Whitney is going to be placing a cookie order soon, and I hope that um, I get my order in before she sells out. So take care, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Yolanda, it's so good to hear from you again. And shout out to all these girlies, Kayla, Katie, Robin, Ellen. You're just, you're just, you guys are bringing so much delight to all of us. I'm going to give a very special shout out to Kayla Gurley. It was her birthday this past weekend. And I'm very grateful for her and her friendship. We met through the podcast and we've just grown really close. She's one of my best girlies. And have you ever been so excited to give someone a present that you got for them? I was so so excited. This was like the biggest delight for me to give this gift to Kayla. She's so deserving. She works so hard. She's so great. She does so many wonderful things for so many people. She's such a good friend to me. She had posted on her story, um, this salad cookbook. And you know, if you're following her at Cincy Fit Foodie, she's trying to make Cincinnati, Cincinnati salad week happen. I'm all for it. She's going to do it. She is a girly of strong determination. And so when she posted this cookbook, the salad cookbook, I knew immediately I had to get it for her. So I went and I got her the salad cookbook and then I got her a really cute little salad bowl with some salad tongs and it was just so adorable and I knew that she was going to love it and I just could not wait to give it to her and I gave it to her and she did love it. And I told her the one stipulation of the gift is that she has to make me a delicious salad and serve it to me out of the bowl. So Kayla Gurley, I hope you had a really great birthday. You're very loved and very appreciated in this community. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Katie recovery episode. Yes, she was a good one. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back and listen. You got to take care of yourself and do all those fun toys. I still have to, to book my little session. I got to get on that. Robin with the Thai yoga massage. Robin's back from spring training. We'll have to have her on the podcast soon and give us a little life update, see what she's she's been doing. And then Ellen, of course, with those fucking cookies. I saw she's doing another order. Check out her Instagram if you want to get one in. She did a new flavor I saw. Oh, I just, they're delicious. We, You know how I feel about those cookies. Everyone loves those cookies. Um, Thanks, thanks for calling, Yolanda. Next voicemail. Hey, Christy, it's Katie. And Holly. And we are here at the event at Cincy 360 Fitness with Me Active. And um, we need your help because they were doing a photo shoot of us in our clothes, which, of course, because the clothes are amazing, but, like, we are not models. No, and so we just really need your help in terms of how to naturally pose. Don't worry, we'll tag you in some of our failed attempts for photos, but... You are the true expert here. Yes. Please send help. Please teach a course because we're here for it. Thanks, Chrissy. Thanks, Chrissy. Bye. Hi, Katie and Holly. Thanks for calling in. I loved this voicemail. So fun. I saw your story post from the event with me active. It looked like so much fun. Um, All right. Here, let's get into it. Posing 101, top model 101, Cincy Fitness model, next next top Cincy Fitness model. This is the thing. This is the thing about modeling. Everyone's a model. Everyone can do it. I fully believe that. There's, you know, a lot of a lot of modeling is acting, is what you have to think. You really have to think 
in your mind about what you want to convey out to the world with that photo. So if you were like, I want to be a fucking badass woman working out, holding a kettlebell, striking a pose, you just got to really embody that, right? And then it will shine through. But a couple a couple tips. You should practice in the mirror, for sure. Everyone should practice in the mirror. This is, we live in an era, an error. what the fuck? We live in an era where people are going to want their photo taken. You're going to want your photo taken in front of a really cool scenery or to show off a cool new tennis shoe that you got or in a spontaneous photo shoot such as this. So you need to know your angles. Angles is the is the number one thing. If you have a good photographer, they sh- they will be able to help you out and kind of pull and you know understand that vision of the photo themselves and work the, the lens. And you don't have to do that much, but on your own, you just got to know. You have you got a good. You have, do you have a good side? Do you know a certain stance that you have to stand in that you know maybe elongates the leg a little bit more or you know a slight turn of the hip? You just have to practice. Second, and this is the most important. I don't even know if this is second, is this third? I don't know what it is. The most important thing, though, is that you really do just, you have to just feel comfortable. And if just naturally not comfortable in front of a camera, well, then I don't actually know what the fuck to tell you. You just, you need to pretend that you're comfortable. That's what it is. Actually, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I just, I, I just, just, I just strike a pose that I think I've, I've worked on a little bit and I know that it looks good and I act, I pretend that I know what I'm doing and that I am trying to portray an emotion or a feeling with that thing. But you do have to be, you do have to really be comfortable so it sounded like, the, I mean, the clothes are great. Me Active has great clothes. So I'm sure you were comfortable in the clothes. But other than that, you're, maybe I need to spend some more time putting together, putting together a course. Also, you can just do something goofy and cute and then that's fine too. Just be silly. Or you know, or you know what you could do is you could just, you could just stand there and smile. And I think that would probably work too. So... I'm going to put together, I'm going to spend some time, I'm going to put together an Instagram course. I'm going to sell it because I don't have time to not be making coin these days. And you can enroll. And maybe I'll do, maybe I'll do an in-person workshop. The other thing that you have to do that's way more important than posing is find someone that takes a good photo. When you don't have a professional photographer around, you should have a manager like my manager, Kelly. She spent a lot of time taking my photos. She knows what I like. She's getting better at setting up a shot. It's hard traveling with Ryan and Ryan alone because he's not good at setting up a shot. So anything that you see on my Instagram from Travels with Ryan, they're very, you know, I have to orchestrate it all. I have to set it up. I have to do this. We, we can be, it can be quite a pain quite a pain sometimes but you have to be committed to the shot right I'm like I gotta fucking get this shot so let's try a little bit let me look at it not good okay we gotta try he hates it he absolutely hates I hate it too honestly I really do but I need the fucking shot so Katie and Holly I'm sure you girlies 
rocked it. I'm sure you did. Did you have fun? If you had fun, you rocked it. You nailed it. Thank you for calling in so much. Here's the last voicemail. Hey, Chrissy Grilly. Quick question for you. I need an update on how you think Britney Spears is doing right now. I just went down a rabbit hole of watching some videos on her page, and I don't know what's going on. Um, just start reading some of the comments, and you'll also wonder what's going on. And you don't even need to read the comments, but everyone is um, still, in, still in distress over Britney Spears. So let me know your take on this. And also, I owe Kelly a um, a little nod as I am also Team Megan. And no, 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 no. <laughs> Thinking the opposite. Team Kate, not Team Megan. So um, just to everyone else's dissent, I am. I'm just. I don't know. That's just. I'll say no more on that. Okay. Let me know. Can't wait to hear. Bye. Hi, Kayla. Thanks for calling in. You're right. We do need to work on your sign-offs. <laughs> Kayla texted me after the voicemail and she was like, that was a disaster. Not as bad as the time that you were on Ambien and you called in. Uh, Kayla was not on Ambien, so please don't start spreading that rumor. And Then Kayla gets canceled and I have to make up for her entire career. Um, Britney Spears. The fuck is going on with our girly Britney Spears? I have not actually been keeping up on it, honestly, because it makes me so uncomfortable to see it. I just want to pull her little pants up. They're so, so close to just hitting that pubic. I can like see down. I, two girls getting waxed. I don't know. It's uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on. I, the, the latest video when she's t- she's like, am I okay? I'm having, she's like, yes, I'm having fun. I have a beautiful house. I have a beautiful, beautiful kids. You know what? Maybe she's fine. Maybe we just need to back the fuck up. Let her enjoy herself. Let her post twirling, 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 twirling videos of herself in these little low rise pants. She just could not get past the early 2000s. And why should she? She had the fuck height of everything then. Maybe I would do the same thing. You're like, maybe if I just continue to wear these low rise pants, they will come back and I will have never let go of them. And I will be so comfortable showing off my very lower abdomen and so comfortable about not worrying if my butt cracks hanging out that I'm going to be ready when those come back. So I don't know what to say about her. It's really disturbing. But also we, I'm just watching her twirl right now. Everyone go take a look at Britney Spears' Instagram. Call in. Let me know your thoughts. Do we need to save her? Do we need to just let her be in her beautiful house, which she does have a beautiful house, with her low-rise pants? And way long overdue call in about Team Kate or Team Megan. Just to reiterate again, I'm Team Neither. And when we're talking about this, it's not like we're saying we like one woman. Well, it is that we're saying we like one woman over the other. But we're not pitting them against each other. We're not saying two women can't exist together. No, it's just a stupid, silly, fun conversation about a pop culture thing. And we don't need to make it into anything than it is. And that's why that's why I can't even talk about pop culture things. Because, my God, we're going to receive a... I'm going to get canceled for saying that talking about teams of women you like one you like the other who fucking cares I don't care about either of them as I stated before but 
at Kayla. Now I can't even remember which one you said you liked because it's honestly just in one ear, out the other. But if anyone, if anyone still cares about the royalness and the and the two women, please again call in. Let me know. Call in, just call in and let me know in general. I think that we need to wrap this up. I am losing steam and I am losing steam fast. I've just been talking for 40 plus minutes and I truly don't know how that happened. If you're still hanging in there with me, I'll do a quick, real quick delight what's been delighting me. And I'm going to have to say it is in the form of a song that I have been listening to very often and it's the most wholesome just feel good little sunshine song the song is called bagels like a bagel that you eat bagels by photo f-o-t-o check it out have a listen enjoy yourself continue on those what the fit walks thank you so much for listening I can't do a snippet over this amount of time again at the end of the day again on a Monday again because where I'm like like short circuiting out. My brain is just buzzing. I think I need to eat something. Oh, speaking of eating something, the most, the most, uh, uh, I don't even have words for what I'm being asked to do right now to eat. I mean, I'm being, I'm being told by, by Ashley, my nutrition coach that I am to have an, an English muffin. Great. I love English muffins. And I am being told that I am to use one tablespoon of peanut butter for both English muffins. But that is criminal. Criminal in my mind. I need one tablespoon for both sides of an English muffin. It's just, it's outrageous if you ask me. Ashley, if you're listening, it's outrageous. I love you all very much. Thank you. Save the date, June 8th. Write it down on your calendars right now. Mark it keep the night free we're going back we're coming back with what the fit live baby june 8th share rate review all the things see you next time